Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey guys, welcome to Friday's podcast. On Fridays we leave early because that's what you do on Friday. Hey, here it is. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Vance Joy, he has to be one of the nicest dudes in music. Hey, this is Vance Joy. Now you're Morning, thanks for having me, guys. I learned he moved to the other side of the world for love. I'm over in Barcelona at the moment. If you're not an Australian citizen, it's very hard to come to Australia at the moment. So um, doing long distance, the best option was for me to come over here. So I uh, I did all the paperwork and, and luckily got approved. While he was zooming in, he was telling us about his brand new film clip. Find someone like your girlfriend that would run a sandwich to you for, uh, like, hours. That was amazing. Yeah, that, I love that film clip. It's just a little bit lighthearted as well, which I think is a good vibe. And I learned he is so nice, he won't offend anyone. Must have been a good sandwich. It was the most plain, boring sandwich. Just tomato and lettuce. Which kind of fun, hating person is making his sandwich? <laughs> a yeah. vegan, I think, is what you just explained there, Vance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a, yeah, yeah. You, you're not a vegan? I was going to say that, yeah, I was going to say that. You're so maybe to that's say why that. I don't see. Uh, yeah, no, I just want to, just want to, just not, not make anyone unhappy. Just lost half your fan base, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not saying anything controversial. Yeah, yeah. Oh, isn't that funny? What a time to be alive when admitting you're not a vegan could possibly ruin your career. Got to walk on eggshells. Yeah. No eggs for vegans, though. <laughs> Abby and Maddie are now flatties. We're bringing flat and it's bad. We'll find out which one's gonna blow the stack. <laughs> but the real estate will Have you heard the news, guys? Stab Abby and myself. Yep, we're gonna move in together. It started as a joke. Could we live together? Because I think you change your ways when you uh, don't live with flatmates anymore and you live with your family. You're not used to sharing yeah, as much. That's true. Now, we wanted to feel like the real deal. So, we've been put on a budget. Budget love. And I learned it's going to be bloody hard. Your budget is going to include your communal dinners, your cleaning products, and you each get to include a treat in the shop. Your budget for the week is $60. In what universe? What about alcohol? Is that in the budget? No. You share? If yes. you want to include alcohol have... in this budget, you go right ahead. Oh, I thought we might get an increase. <laughs> yeah, because Sex in the City, we used to all share. Like, we used to always put in money, and it was for food and for wine. Part of the dinner thing. Um, I'm doing a homebrew, guys. Oh, classic. <laughs> I'm doing a homebrew in the garage. <laughs> just be, Maybe I might. just becomes <laughs> murky beer-flavoured water that yeah. makes you sick. This is his yeah. idea of heaven. Occasionally yeah. explodes. Yeah, I remember those days. You'd be a scab all week long so you could blow all your money on the weekend when you hit the boot. But I learned some people, well, they're just ridiculous. When I first moved out of home, I was 18 and moved in with a flatmate. Being a female, I needed tampons one day and I didn't have any and it was on the way to work. I was like, I'll grab some, I'll just ask her for one. And she's like, I want a dollar. Do you have a dollar? Do you have a dollar? A dollar or a tampon for a back. Because I hand over a tampon or a dollar, so I literally wow. hand her a tampon back that up. That's uh, bloody cigarette that's, Yeah, that's high. <laughs> that's Surely it, uh, it won't get that catty, will it? It's a desperation. You have no choice but to pay. You that's, don't. Yeah. She could have asked for anything. Yeah, I, I know. Like that's it. Firstborn, you would have to go, all right, I've got to go down. It is 
hard not to be judgy. It's just human nature. We all do it. We did this with uh, what your drink says about you. So we had Mitch the bartender who came in, and so we thought, why don't we do it with a flight attendant? And I learned this week that when you board a flight, yes, the flight attendant looks you up and down, and they judge you. How can you tell the nervous flyer, the person Ooh. who's not been on a plane many times before, they think it's going to crash mm-hmm. and burn? Mm-hmm. Um, look, nervous flyers are hard because they look also very similar to people who would traffic drugs. <laughs> um, That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, very sketchy, mm. ask a lot of questions, always looking where the exits are. So are you saying if you are trafficking drugs, say you're a nervous no, flyer right. to get by? I'm yeah. sure there's been a couple of them in my time. I'm like, okay, have fun in Marimba. <laughs> <laughs> what about the fly-in, fly-out worker? The FIFO worker, because they're on the flight quite a bit. Mm, yeah, yeah. They look like they haven't seen a female in about three weeks. Um, they, they get onto the They are a Roman sandal at that point. And some of them aren't allowed to drink when they're away. No, no, but they make up for it on the flight home for sure. I've been this one when you're on a boys' trip. Boys' trips. Mm, did you also have uh, matching like Hawaiian shirts? It's normally a prerequisite. I thought I remembered you. <laughs> for a beer at 5am, no? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And we've all met this one, the Karen. Karen's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Karen's are super easy to tell. They always have their kids' devices on blast. You know, not everybody wants to hear wiggles for three hours. And then they request a different seat. You know, like, oh, excuse me, can I please be a little bit to the front because I like to get off the flight first. It's like, Karen, you weren't the only person who's had a baby on this planet. <laughs> Take your seat. <laughs> That's what I've learned this week, and you can catch up with a Stab Abby and Matt podcast. It's on the Listener app. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Get that feeling. So far this year, Stab Abby and Matt. Are we ready? Have given away holidays. Woo! <laughs> We've handed out the cash. $20,000. You are the chosen one. Keeps on delivering. You've won ten thousand dollars. Now we want to take the stress off you with an old favorite. Live for free. You know when it's on. It's always big. Four hundred and fifty thousand dollar home. So what exactly does Stab Abby and Matt have planned? Let's find out. Yeah, this is big. It all starts on Monday, guys. We want to take away the stress from you. And when we ask people what is the most stressful, especially when work has been tough, it is always the biggest bill of any family budget or any single person as well, and that is the rent or mortgage. I hate that word so much. (laughs) I hate both of them. I think it's the dirtiest word in the world. we are going to take care of that. We are going to pay someone's rent or mortgage for an entire year. So it just takes away that stress. It frees up so that you can you can clear all debts, I think. You know, putting all that money into something else. Yep. Or you can get back on top or you can get in front. Whatever it means for you guys, we're going to take away that stress so you can start living again. Because that's what you think. If you've got a backed up credit card at the moment, if you're not paying your rental mortgage for a year, mm. bang, you pay that bad boy off. Mm. And you might do that, say, in six months. You might do it in three months. Who knows? Whatever your situation is. And then you save the rest of that money. Yeah. And then you're ahead for the next year, and then you even think about it, when we pay, if it's a mortgage, for instance, Mm. when we pay that year lump sum bang up front, that takes interest off the mortgage as well. That would give me so much joy. Oh, my God. Are you crying? Are you you tearing up? I think 
we realise that rent's gone up. There are mm. so many yeah. people that are in financial difficulty because they had to pay more for rent than what they what they could uh. just to be able to secure a place for their family. And it is hard as well, you know, when you're trying to get ahead or when your your family grows and you've got to go to the bigger house, but not necessarily income gets any bigger, uh. the bigger the family gets. So it starts 6 o'clock Monday morning. It can happen anytime. Mm-hmm. Anytime throughout the show, we'll tell you when to call um, and we'll get you on. You've got to be listening to win. And then the best thing is from nine o'clock, every 60 minutes, Mm -hmm. someone goes in the running to win this prize. So there will be as many people in Brisbane get the chance to truly change their life here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Live for free. It is going to be massive. We are so excited. We've done it before and we're doing it again. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. International travel is a billion-dollar industry, and now with borders shut, there's a lot of people going, oh, I can't wait for them to open, I want to go away, which is good because people are spending money here in Australia. Mm -hmm. But I I think that just as a a culture, we just like to explore different parts of the world. And my friends have been really well-travelled. They are. I'm not as as well-travelled as them. You're pretty well-travelled. Oh, not like them. They were always at a drop of a hat going, and they've lived overseas for a while, and you would know that when you live in London, you can pop off to all these different places like as a weekend. Yeah. You know, like they were just going skiing and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, you got Europe on your doorstep. Yeah, yeah. So they've always gone to a lot of those places, which I haven't. Mm. My best friend lived in London and he was seeing someone and I was like, what are you up to? He goes, oh, just anniversary weekend in Paris. Mm. Yeah. I was like, oh, righto. This is the train trip. trip. I'm a Caloundra. (laughs) (laughs) But my friends have been a bit missing it. So we always do different email chains and on these email chains, every person each week is taking us to a different place. So you write about your your favourite travel places. So okay. I, I wrote about mine in Cuba. Okay, so I would take us all to Cuba and I would explain what it was like. So you, do, do people get to, like, add in? So you're like the tour guide. Yeah, you're like the tour guide. And then people get to ask, tell you where they want to go in no, Cuba? No, this is or? just on email. So it would okay. be like things like this. So I, I don't normally play the music, but I'd be like, okay, so you get it out of the airport and it's like, it's really hot, but like a sexy hot. Mm. And it's 27 degrees. Oh, like boob sweat hot. In winter. Mm. Yeah, but it's nice. And everyone's wearing minimal clothing and you can already smell Cuban cigars. And then when you get in a taxi, there's all these people, like gorgeous girls wearing minimal clothing that you think are maybe ladies of the night, but they're not. And then a bus just slows down and get them because it's compulsory for anyone to go and pick people up if they just want to hitchhike. So it's compulsory. Is hitchhiking compulsory? It's not called hitchhiking. It's compulsory. During a recession, they meant that if you got a car, you just have to pick up strangers. So everyone just hops into strangers' cars. Wow, and their cars are amazing. Oh, my God. They're like old American cars that Mm. they've had there. So then bright colours as well. And the architect of the place is unbelievable. Mm. And then when you go out at night... What if you don't have a car You go to it. There's no car seats, man. And then when you go to a club... Uh, it's it's everyone's salsa dancing. Mm. And you feel like it's just put on for tourists, but it's not. So you buy like a $2 mojito, mm. which is beautiful, or you just buy a litre of rum, and then everyone just shares that. Mm. And I was there with like my husband, and this guy comes up and goes, would you like to dance? And I was like, I'm taken. And he goes, so? Yeah. And I went, oh, cool, no worries. And then you like salsa dance with this stranger, like right up close. It's, and then it's got to go up to a Cuban girl and go, you want to dance? <laughs> Mm. I'm thinking, no, doesn't matter, count. You know the Macarena? <laughs> <laughs> and then at midnight at the club, it all changed and it was Lady Gaga. 
Oh, wow. Oh, so they went from Cuban music it midnight, like, the yeah. DJ comes out. <laughs> the like, DJ comes out. Just dance, <laughs> gonna be okay. Yeah. And everyone went off. Oh, that sounds yeah. fun. It's fun just to take, and I didn't know if there's anyone that's out there who are different nationality. Maybe you're from a different place. Can you take us there? Because we're just missing travel. And you can explain what it's like. You do Scot- You do Scottish. Scottish? Scottish? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so you get out of the airport and there's a drizzle. It's raining. Of course it's bloody raining. But you don't mind the rain because you've missed the rain. You don't get the same sort of rain that you do in Scotland constantly. <laughs> yeah. Wee man picks you up and he takes you straight to the local pub and he buys you two pints because he knows you're thirsty from the plane ride. Is it, is it racist for me to assume that everyone I see has got red hair? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, that's not, I was just checking, but that's not <laughs> what I'm okay, picturing. It is. Yes, yes. And then you sit there and you have a wee session and you spit on the floor because there's you sawdust. You don't spit on the floor. There's sawdust there so they can just sweep it up after the night's you really over. You spit on the floor? Ah, you did in my dad's pub. Aye. <laughs> and then you go outside and you can smell the chippy. But you're not in the mood for a chippy. You want a kebab. What's a chippy? The chippy. Chip. Fish and chips. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get a sausage supper. For a haggis supper, if you're feeling spicy, <laughs> and then you get your. <laughs> now I'm not going to lie, babe. I know Scotland was a good idea, but I had way more fun when we were in Cuba. <laughs> yeah, you can't go from Cuba to Glasgow. No, no way. And then you, you, you're lucky if you get home without being stabbed. <laughs> well, we should have been over in Glasgow and then it finished off yes. in the honeymoon in Cuba. You can be honest. It's your travel guide. My friend was giving a detailed experience of her in South Africa, and it wasn't as glowing because she had yeah. a run-in with some yeah. people with guns. Oh, so really? she was telling that story. So whatever story you want to tell, I'd love yes. to hear from people. Your travel stories. Mm. Yes. Take us to the country. And then you end up in emergency because we Tammy stepped on the needle on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it so much. Did we get travel insurance for this trip? Because I'm really worried. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box. It is worth $10,000 every day. Monday. Here are two of your answers. Well, your letter is R, and two answers are robe and rooster. Rope and rooster. Oh, yeah, rope. Yeah, cool. Good one. <laughs> I mean, if the, if the question is something you can wear, technically you could wear a rope. Rooster. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can wear a rooster as well. Wear a rooster. Love a good cock jacket. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alan Cumming is the singing, dancing, acting Scotsman who has a long list of roles under his very fashionable belt. Uh, this is going to be exciting. It's great to have shows back on here in Brisbane. Alan Cumming is not acting his age, and it's going to be here <laughs> the 30th of the month. Uh, QPAC.com.au. The man is on the air right now. Good morning, Alan. Hello, how are you? We're good. Now, have you, um, have you finished hotel quarantine? Yes. I'm out. I'm free. Adelaide has been ravaged. <laughs> didn't, didn't, you say, you, didn't you come out of hotel quarantine and then just get straight on the cans? You've been drinking up a storm, I've heard, Alan. It, it was, yeah. There was a couple of hours of... Well, actually, no, that's not looking to you. I had a dry quarantine, so I did immediately start. Oh, I had a bottle of wine in my in my mind and my fridge. Yeah, it's fair enough. I got out. You're Scottish. In saying that, because we have another Scotsman here on the show, do you think that um, the Scottish and Australians share a lot of um, similar, like, sense of humour? I do. I think I think the sense of humour, also sort of traits like, you know, we're very open, um, got a lot of spunk and mischief. I think it's very, yeah, very similar sort of uh, national personality traits. I think that's why we kind of connect in that way. Mm. And that's what I've found over the years, definitely. Yeah, I was, I was born in Glasgow, Alan. 
Away, yeah. Yes. Where's uh, Tory Glenn, um, really lovely oh, part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that? If you know, you know. <laughs> see, see, Stab says it was a really rough place. How would you explain it, Alan? Aspiring rough. I've got it. I said it's below rough, is it? <laughs> it's like rough that wants to get out of rough. <laughs> All right, okay. And, um, well, that explains a, a lot about you yes, now, thank hey? You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Abby's an Adelaide girl, and you've fallen a bit in love with Adelaide, haven't you? I love Adelaide. I first came here 32 years ago. It's funny, I was walking through the theatre yesterday, and I, 32 years ago, I discovered uh, pie floaters. Well, oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> That's pea and ham soup with a, a pie upside down, and so then you put good. tomato sauce, and you generally have it when you come out of the casino, because they would be right out the front at like 3 a.m. Oh. And you eat it with a spoon. I think it's my favourite thing ever. Mm. Yeah. I think you should eat everything with a spoon. I think cutlery should be banned. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Shovel it in. Just get it in there. I eat salad with a spoon. No, you don't. I do. Is that hard? Well, no, but it's actually good. You get all the juicy bits at the bottom. You normally would all the mm. all the sauce, all the olive oil. Yeah. yeah. How do you get the lettuce uh, no, up, lettuce though? could be a little dodgy. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Are you opposed to, if you get a salad in a bowl, when there's the little bits in the bottom of just picking up the bowl and, like, pouring it into your mouth? My wife well, always no, no, gets up my, me for that. When I have my spoon, I don't need to do that. No. Actually. no mm. that. That's a good benefit of a spoon. You don't need to appear uncouth by... <laughs> That's a good yeah. salad. She's always up me. She's like, you cannot pick up your plate and pour the remaining food into your gullet. I'm like, but it's just, I get it all and it's so satisfying. I'm all for it. I'm all for yeah. it. Your, your show, Not Acting Your Age, do you feel like maybe you've always been, uh, I would say, fun? That's how I describe it, or Peter Pan. Do you feel like the older you've got, the freer you've got? <clears throat> yes. And I definitely think the older you get, the less of a, ooh, I nearly swore, but the less of a, you give. Uh, and just in general about, you know, people, other people's judgment or just about what, you know, how you, you just kind of think this is how I want to lead my life. And, mm. and that's very liberating. I think, you know, what have you got to lose? I really enjoy seeing people let go and sort of lose the inhibitions and sort of not be judged, feel that they're not being judged when they're dancing or whatever, or just kind of, you know, letting go. I think that's something that we do too much. We're mm. very, very aware of what, of what we think is cool and, what we think, and of course, the most interesting thing I think is that the cool people are the ones who don't care. Yeah, that's mm. true. Well, I'll tell you this then: if we're not going to care, Alan, I'll admit the first ever concert I went to was a Spice Girls tribute show. And Look at that! <laughs> that <laughs> show as well. That was Lady. because the girl I liked was going to it, and I thought that'll make her like me. But it gave her a whole another idea, and whatever. That's another story. <laughs> but you were in the Spice World movie. I was. It was such fun. I actually spoke to Jerry quite recently. I've got this new podcast, and, and Jerry was a guest on it. Oh, wow. Just uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, how, where has she been? I see. I also loved that song, It's Raining Men, that she put oh, out. That's yeah. a banger, that song. <laughs> yes. Also, you know, her first, it's actually, I saw on her uh, Instagram yesterday, like 20 years or something since her solo album, Schizophrenic, and she had that great song, Look At Me. Do you remember that one? Yes. Look at me. Yeah, it was a great song. She's great. She's, she's you know, married now, and she's got two kids, and she rides horses, and she was like, she's got this YouTube channel, and she's just really fascinating. She's writing a novel. She's always kind of into, she's a really curious person. I really liked her. I um, I yeah, I read that you could tell it was really strange. You guys had a great time filming it, but then when you came back to do the press things, you could tell there was a few issues. The girls were starting to get cracks in the in the in the team. <clears throat> well, by that time, that was kind of you know they fired their manager. Uh, there were things that you had to sign NDAs to go into their rooms. And yeah. It was all a bit. It was getting a bit, you know, 
and, and crazy. And I kind of, put, you know, it eventually sort of, quite soon after that, actually, it all kind of went south and Jerry left and it all fell apart. Mm. I mean, I think I got them. That summer we made the film. That was their absolute prime. Everyone was happy. They couldn't believe it was happening to them. We just sort of, I learned all the Spice Girls dances from the Spice Girls. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. And I've got, I've got things still in my study at home in New York was a little card and all these Polaroids I took with each of them on my last day and they signed my tummy I woke up the next day and my sheet was kind of all the Sharpie had gone on my sheet <laughs> and then I went to the swimming pool and I still had the Spice Girls autographs all over my belly <laughs> I had to sort of scrub it off in the shower before I went into the pool Hey mate, so great to talk to you this morning Alan Cumming, you are coming to QPAC QPAC.com.au if you want to buy tickets uh, and we'll see you when you're here in Brizzy Thanks, lovely to talk to you Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You might be on your way to school, and this is a good lesson for you on not to make silly bets. Yeah. Okay, because Uncle Matty over there is going to tell you why he made a bet uh, that the Maroons would win mm-hmm. the first state of origin. And what happened, Matty, after that bet that you made with Jay? They lost, and okay. now my house is worth nothing, <laughs> and I'm going to have to move out, and I'm ashamed, and I'm disgusted, mm. but I'm proud still that I backed my boys 100%. And you've got to give me credit for that. When I support something... That's true. I am one million percent Yes, in. I know, but often when you support them, they lose. But uh, <laughs> you now have a big New South Wales emblem big. on your back lawn. You went... It actually went, it went too big. far. It Why? went too far. It was, it was just an emblem That's what they do. That's, that's it. what they do. Well, they're I don't professionals. Know what, what do you want them to do? They do for, like, it's, Suncorp. It they looks can't. smaller on your TV, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's, I've always said Not you've got to get a bigger TV. <laughs> you, did you see the video on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It, it is. What they're doing is they they answered our brief correctly. Yes. I think that's what happened. Mm. So you went home after Zane had done it from Best Signs to see your beautiful lawn. My pride and joy. My Sagrange Zoysia. Mm. Top of the range. Put your two on a golf course. I, I, I must admit as well that my back garden had a lot of um, weeds in it. Mm. And I was nervous that this was going to happen. So I weeded the garden and put some sugarcane mulch out the day before just in case. Because I didn't want to be shamed for my garden. So It's like a lady yeah. shaving for a date. It's exactly what happened, except I added hair. Just <laughs> okay. Okay, so this is me yesterday. I drove home nervous, mm. sweaty palmed, and this is me seeing the horror of the New South Wales sign painted into my lawn yesterday morning. Mm. Uh, holy That is massive. Oh, my poor grass. I was not expecting <laughs> the outline. I agreed to the logo. Why did he have to do the black square around it? He did not need to do that. Oh, my God. That is going to take... That is going to take months to come out. Oh, well, he didn't need to put their sponsor in it. Yeah. This is actually ridiculous. <laughs> They're best signs. They're not going to yeah. do mediocre or half cut. No. Like, they're best signs. That's what they do. It's just Bryden's lawyers. Yeah, I know, because that's... Across uh, my backyard. Yeah, you know who to call when you're sewers. <laughs>
And not only that, I was expecting the New South Wales Shield, but then he's done, I said black, but it's He's done a great job. We have got the video up on our socials if you want to check it out. It's unbelievable. If it was the Maroons Mm. one, I would be ecstatic, but he's done a big, huge blue square around it. Mm. There's probably about 12 square metres worth of paint that was not necessary. How cute was the robot, though? Yeah, how robot good was, was that? robot was cute. He was like yeah, a little Wally because, running around. If you want to see the video of how they did yeah. it, like I said, like from the big... Mm. Sorry, but it was just, it's, it, that's what it was. That was it. That was no, what no, we were expecting. I said logo. Mm. I didn't say logo with a big square around it. You don't get a tattoo and then they draw a square around your tattoo and then colour in around the outside. Oh, you've never got a tattoo, uh. have you? <laughs> no. <laughs> now, the other thing was when the kids came home, the kids were very keen to see it. Um, and Xander's reaction... He does. He doesn't care about the lawn quite as much. Yeah. But where he's headed now is going to be. He's going to be a disappointment to me. Close your eyes. Okay. What? <laughs> what do you think? Tell Xander. Xander, let's show you something in the backyard. But it's outside. I think I know what it is. Yep, I know it. Dude, dude, why didn't you do like the? But why is that just, like, so cool? Do you like it? Yeah. But it's New South Wales. Um, what does it, it looks say? Good, it's what does it say? It says New South Wales. Oh, no, you know what's going to happen? Are you converting him? Yeah, day after day of him looking at that, he's just going to slowly mm. change. You know, you can adopt children. Can you also no. get rid of them? No, no, you can't put on the papers because he supports New South Wales. I'm pretty sure courts would accept that. that. Unless you're adopting him in Queensland, they might understand. (laughs) (laughs) See the video online. Thank you to Zane for ruining my life. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I got to work this morning and I got a text message and I just went, oh no, I'm already in trouble and I don't like it. My husband was up when I left this morning Uh at 4am and he was on his phone playing chess with friends because he couldn't go back to sleep. Mm. And for some strange reason, he decided to do an audit on our banking app. And he hasn't been on there for so long and I do all the bills and all the payments and all the shopping and everything like grocery shopping. So he doesn't really have a need to go on there. Why would he have done that? Idle hands, I reckon. It's bored. Well, going through your apps. Yeah. Because I once you've done I, Facebook and Instagram, you're like ah, yeah. straight over the ANZ. App. I think because he asked me a question last night and I lied, and he knew that uh, I was lying, and I told him just recently that little lies are still lies that hurt people. Yeah. When he said he was at the pub, like remember he said he was working and he's at the pub. Yes. And I was like, no, that's it's not a little lie. That's a lie. Right, so I have I so now he's giving me back my own medicine, which is deserving. That that's annoying because I'm going away for the weekend um, with a friend, and I've written this whole list for him. And I thought I would buy him a carton of beer yesterday, mm-hmm. and I put it in the outdoor fridge for him, like as a little ta-da. That's nice. And he goes, "Did you buy wine for going away?" I said, "No, I just bought that." So then he's gone through the credit card and he's said, um, "Please explain. Uh, you paid way too much for my carton. Was there another purchase that you made?" And then he's gone on saying, there's another purchase for the lot. Are you getting money from everyone to cover that? Can I please have receipts? Mm-hmm. Studio 99. What was that yesterday that you went to? It was a P- PT session, but I didn't <laughs> tell him I was going. Um, and can you please explain? Oh, so not only are you spending money that you're not telling me about, I was going to the gym. having a bit of you time. I said, yeah. And then he goes, can you please explain the RSL? I bought one of those lottery tickets, you know, those home. Oh, oh home lotteries. Yeah. Which, you know, you lie about it, but... If you win the house, then the lie doesn't count that's then. That's what I so think. He'll be happy. That's what I think every time. I go, could you imagine? He'll be like, you're naughty. And I'll go, I know, but here's the house. And he'll go, oh, you did such a good job, babe. 
My wife <laughs> is like like you all the time because I. I hate using the credit card because mm. you know when you start getting on the credit card, all of a sudden you pay, you think you've paid it off, but then there's always money that you're like, why can't I account for that? Why yeah. can't I get it to float? So mm. I've always said to her, there's only like the direct debits come out of the credit card, nothing else. Right. But then from time to time, you know, she sticks to it and then all of a sudden this PayPal here, this, that, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. She always says to me, and I wonder if you use the same thing, it was something for the kids. Ah, uh, Classic. I bought alcohol a lotto ticket. For the children. I can't say it's for the kids. But, you know, sometimes when it comes up with a random, like, it's mm. never the business mm. name sometimes. Oh, sometimes yeah. it can be, like, you know, Ling Long Incorporated or whatever. I don't know. It's just like a... What do they do? <laughs> Craig's the trading. The kids love it. And the kids love it. Well, that was one. there was one in um, Paddington, uh, and it was a clothing store, yeah. but it was called... Petrol. Petrol. Oh, I think genius. it's just shut down. It has, yeah. So you've got to come up with a different name for it. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. Yeah, I will say often for the kids, yeah. um, but or I'll say, oh, that's for us. I mean, it's just, it's annoying because all the things there I can't explain away. Yeah. Normally I would be able to, but... You're just out of practice. Well, I didn't think he was checking. Mm. Now you know how Maddie felt when he got audited last year. Yes. The ATO, they you can't lie to them and either. he's not angry. He just said to me, "Hun, there's just a couple of little lies there, and little lies hurt just as much as big lies. They're a lie, which is what I taught him." Mm. Can you say that again? Because me and Stav are going to probably want to repeat that back to you at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt for breakfast. B105. If you need some help or advice sent your way, Stav, Abby, and Matt will say yay, yay! or nay. Hell, nay. We've set up this box here in uh, the B105 office. Mm. We have suggested that people type it out so that we don't try and investigate who's written it. And any dilemma you've got, anything you want to put in there, we will discuss. Siobhan, our producer's come in. Are we going to like this one or is it... I think so. Okie dokie. It's killing me that everyone has typed them out as well. I thought at least someone would slip up and handwrite it. Well, we encourage that because if someone does handwrite it, of course we're going to go and investigate who it is because these are all 100% real stories. Yes, it is. So today we need your opinion. While swiping on Tinder, one of our co-workers saw another co-worker who they know is in a long-term relationship. Oh, this is a big one. Do Stav. they confront them? <laughs> uh, do they when... So if you're on Tinder when you're single and then when you get together with someone, obviously your Tinder profile can still just be there. It can, but remember it said long-term. Mm. Remember this... I kid you not. I know you're going to be like, uh, But when Tinder first came out years ago and we were working on radio, we put a pro- our profiles up. Yeah. And I had kept mine there. So I had a lot of people screenshot and then be like, hey... You know, well, I did. Are you not like going to tell your husband and stuff? I'm like, oh no, it was just for work purposes. But then, so no, I don't we'll see know. If I took mine down either. Yeah. You haven't? Yeah, you got to delete it. I did do a bit of investigating, so I haven't been on Tinder in years either. Mm. But I was told by an active Tinder user that if you're not actively using your profile now after a couple of weeks, it, it just, just disappears. Off. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay. to be swipe and left or right, it has to be active. Right. And you've got to be in their area too, because you set the kilometres at which it wants yes. you to. Yeah, it doesn't just randomly yeah. get anyone in the no. world. So someone here is cheating on their partner through Tinder. No, they're just hooking up for coffee, mate. Oh, well, maybe they're just... <laughs> just want to see what's out there. Yeah. Keep options. Up. But that would still be cheating, though. Hmm. Like, your wife wouldn't be happy if you're on Tinder just going, oh, I'm just saying. I don't think she'd be happy if I joined Tinder after I'm happy. But that's what this person's done. Yeah. Yes. 
I see. I is think in it's... a long-term relationship. Yeah. That means long-term that, and then is still on Tinder. I don't think it's by accident. And what Shiv is saying, otherwise it would have deleted. So they're still using it. That's more hurtful, I reckon, because they're out there pursuing and looking rather than if they just... like. I'm not saying this would be easily forgiven or if it's right, but if someone gets really drunk and has a slip-up, mm. that is different to going to the app store, downloading the app, putting in your email address, doing all that stuff. Like, there, you've had a lot of chances to back out at that Well, point. it goes on your Facebook as well. So there's so many fo- uh, Facebook profile pics that are, need to be single. Do you know? Like, you can't have any couple shots in mm. there because then it goes onto your Tinder profile. I reckon it's bold because I reckon you're going to be caught. So do but they I confront them? No, nah, I wouldn't, though. Yeah. Oh, because right. you, you're missing... You, you'd mess with a work colleague? It depends how close they are. What about if you did something wrong? Would you expect someone else in sales to come up and let you know? Oh, because you're—that's you're gonna—you're gonna cross the line of. Well, this sounds like they know them well enough that they think that they should say something. Yeah, that's true. If someone came up to me and said, "Hey, I saw you on Tinder," and I'd be like, "What's your name again?" <laughs> <laughs> that would be different. So, what are you saying? Yay! I say. I say yes. I say okay. yay. And what I about if you confront them and they go, "It's none of your business." You go, no worries, or you do you tell the partner? Uh, so if they know the partner, I say yay, tell the partner. Okay. I'm a, I'm if if they're in their circle, and I've always said this to my friends. I said if you cheat on your wife, I'm telling your wife. If I find out about it, I'm I'm telling on you. Because... You know what I'd do? I'd do like. <laughs> I'd swipe right to match them so that they would freak out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, don't deep dive. Yay uh, or nay? Uh, oh. Stav, yay with, or nay? I'm going to go with nay. Nay, Stav? Oh, it's a tough one. It's I'm a real gonna go tough with, one. Uh, it's a, so yay? You should, yeah, yay. I'm going to say yay. You should Ooh, at least t- ask the person. And say what? What's going on? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. All right. 13, 10, 60, what do you do? There is someone here in the B105 office who is single. They're on Tinder. They've noticed a married person is on there as well, and they're matching up. Do they confront them? Did you say married? It's long-term relationship. Long-term relationship. Nah, I'm getting a married vibe. Oh if my you God. say married, oh I say yay. They're married. They're 100% married. Long-term relationship is the information we have. Yeah. Jane in Carindale, yay or nay? Definitely yay. Definitely confront the guy. I was only just thinking. What makes you assume that it's a guy? What makes you assume that it's a guy? It could be a girl, Jane. Oh, I thought it was a guy. Okay. Um, Regardless. (laughs) Okay, regardless of the gender, definitely confront them. Um, Whether it's still active, is it? Well, they're saying it's active. Yeah. Yeah, so name and shame. Name and shame? Yeah, good on you. All right, thank you, Jane. Let's go to Anonymous now. You're really peppering your view, aren't you? Yeah, good on you, Jane. Yeah, yeah, this is good woman. (laughs) Anonymous, yay or nay? Anonymous, that's you. Just say yes. Oh, 100%. 100% yay. I've had this happen to me, and although it was absolutely rock to my world, I am a 1,000% grateful. Mm. I think if someone's doing that behind your back... yeah. I think you need to know about it. Who um who told you about it? Was it a friend? Uh yes, it was a, a long time friend. Mm. Um yeah. I just think you've to know about it, like I hundred percent agree. I think if you know about that you don't say something. It I just it it doesn't sit right it wouldn't sit morally right with me if I knew that about somebody else in a long term relationship and didn't speak up. Would you go as far as telling the partner? Or would you just confront the person and say, Look, this is what I've seen. I know what's going on, you need to you need to come clean? Um I think like you said, it, it I think that would probably depend on your relationship with the person. Yeah, so if it was yeah. a coworker maybe that you were close to mm. 
um, I don't know, too. I, I kind of feel like if you confront the person that's done it and you don't confront the partner and you know the partner, I feel like that just... It gives them an opportunity to probably just further lie and conceal it. Like, they're not being honest about it to begin with. Yeah, yeah good point. Uh, all right. Megan, you're an A. You say, don't say anything. Why is that? So, I have been on Tinder and I have come across so many people that are married. And it, because they're in open relationships, like, just because you see them, it doesn't mean that they're cheating on their spouse. Yeah. They're actually looking for, you know, a third to join the party. Mm-hmm. I didn't consider but they that. Obviously, they obviously won't openly say that on their bio, but sometimes there'll be maybe a photo of the couple or it'll just be like a body shot and then you kind of get the gist from their photo. Right. But, you know, especially when it's a colleague, you kind of... You don't know their circumstances. Mm. Yeah. You're jumping yeah, to conclusions. Different. And often yeah. people don't want to say they're in an open relationship. No, no. I've actually had a few friends that are in open relationships and it's just, it's so, so messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. I did not even think about that. I went straight for the cheating. So, mm-hmm. well, your horse is up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Monique in uh, Capital Apple Bar, what do you think? Yay or nay? Um, I just definitely think you should tell the person because you don't really know what the situation is. And yeah, I found myself in a funny situation with this and I was really glad that I was told. <laughs> And, and who told, told you? So um, when me and my, my husband and I met on Tinder and when we were getting married, we both jumped back onto our profiles to take some screenshots of our old profile pictures to hang up at our wedding. Mm-hmm. And in like the couple of hours that we were back on Tinder reminiscing, one of my really good friends saw his profile come up on Tinder and obviously assumed the worst. Yeah. So she went through all her, like, moral rigmarole, do I say something, do I not? And she said something to me. Oh. And I was like, oh, do I mess with her or do I tell her? Do I mess with good? her? <laughs> 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 you can't mess with her. Right before the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was right before the wedding. And she was like, oh, my God. And she was just having, like, this whole moral dilemma. Wow. And I, I let her off the hook. And I was like, dude, like, it's all good. It's fine. This is the situation. What a great <laughs> friend, was, Dominique. Yeah. yeah, such a great friend. But I was so glad that she did say something so that I could like let her know and clear the air and she didn't come to our wedding thinking oh my god this is going to be it. Imagine <laughs> if she did and then she came and she goes right I've got something to say during the speech. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Good on you. Alright well most people say yay. yay, so, yay. so whoever is out so there. The two workmates that are not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. But there you go workmate there could be a valid explanation for it. Mm. Uh, Alright um, I reckon we've got to get this box and we've got it here in the office. We should start putting it in Westfields and stuff. Oh, yeah. Letting people just put their stories in there. Mm. It's going to be fun. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Throughout history, mankind has achieved the impossible. Time is not absolute. Creating electricity. It's alive! It's alive! The moon landing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Cloning a sheep. A lamb called Dolly was cloned in Scotland. And created a platform to argue about almost anything with anyone while sharing bikini pics on holidays. Are you talking about the internet? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. The time has come for mankind's next impossible achievement. Can we pick a number between one and 
one million. It's the game that stops the city this time every Friday. Mm-hmm. Cars come to a screeching halt. My phone stopped. The, the clock on it stopped. Did it? Yeah. Wow. That's wow. That's amazing how that happens, isn't it? Think about it, the people in the cars really didn't know what was happening. You know, it just stopped all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that means that they're not destined for greatness today. Because True. if you know. You know, it's easy to pick a number between 1 and 10. Anyone can do that. You throw out for 7, you get pretty close. <laughs> we asked for someone lucky, and they have delivered. Shay in Birkdale, you're feeling super lucky this morning? Lucky, guys. I put my jacket on this morning and found a $5 note, so I know that today is my day. Oh, right. That never happens anymore. No. No, 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 no but no, today is my day. I am feeling good. Sweet. Do you remember where the five bucks was even, like, what it was for originally? No, and I can't even remember the last time I put this jacket on, mm. so... Oh, how wonderful. Good. Yep, yep. All right. Awesome. Now, it's between one and one million. People say it's impossible. We say it's not. Shay, what is your yes. number? That's It's been generated by a computer, mm-hmm. and only the producers know it. I picked 463,281. Okay. Any okay. reason? Just came to you? Nope. Just I was feeling <laughs> lucky and that's what came to my head. <laughs> All right. Okay. Got a $5 note but didn't didn't put a five in the number. <laughs> oh, no. I should have done that. No, no, no. No, you've already found the five. <laughs> Good point, Stav. Yeah, then you found five. Um, yeah, yeah. Didn't need any more five. Six fives. more numbers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> is today the day, Shay? Of course it is. Four hundred and sixty-three thousand two hundred and eighty-one. Is that the number between one and one million? Sorry, Shay. Oh. <laughs> I just want to higher or lower. That's all I want. No. <laughs> That's all I want. No. Someone's someone's gonna get ultimate greatness here. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no tips or tricks to it. It's just you have to be the one person destined for greatness. Shay, thank you so much for playing this morning. Pleasure, guys. Have a good day. You too. Stop Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.